0: Hi guys, it's Mike. So this is quite a long conversation I had with Alex and we've actually split into two parts. So this part is about Alex, his story, his business and EV. So uh, yeah, get comfy and stay tuned for everything coming up. The Electrician Podcast,
1: powered by Schneider Electric. We're bringing you the electrical industry experts you need to hear to discuss the topics you need to know about.
0: Hello and welcome to the Electricians Podcast powered by Schneider Electric. It's me, Mike, also known as Residual Current. And today I have Alex from South Coast EV. Alex, how are
1: you? I'm very well. Thank you, Mike. How's it going?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Tired, but uh, I'm all right. Thanks for um, for coming on this evening. Alex, um, I've, I've followed your Insta page. I've seen your recent video with Corey, which drew uh, my attention to your YouTube channel and your business a little bit more. I've really enjoyed that video, by the way. Um, uh, interesting install, actually, that one. Um, before we get into the YouTube, I want to talk lots about EV and stuff like that. Um, and that whole sector, because as much as I'm, um, I'm a massive enthusiast for the industry. It's probably my weakest area is renewables, solar, and EV and stuff. So I'm literally going to be picking your brains that. <laughs> um, But you know, who, who are you? How did you get into the trade? Um, how old are you? You know, a bit about the company. I think that would be great, just for my own interest and just to set the set the stage for the for the listeners.
1: Yeah definitely so it's so I'm Alex one of the owners of South Coast TV um I'm 32 32 yeah 32 years old I think about that um and yeah it's me and my business partner Peter Walker um we set this company up about a year and a half ago um we chose the name South Coast TV because we we felt we were primarily going to be going into that market but we do everything uh, electrical um We've worked together for about ten years, on and off. Um, get on really well. We we have a lot of fallouts, um, and then five minutes later, but you know it's back to normal. Um, but yeah, we, we we most recently before this worked together for for a guy that was very good at getting work in, but not very good at paying uh, his bills and his, his staff and subcontractors. So uh, just before Christmas. Um, 2020 we decided to to leave because we'd stopped sort of being paid and been messed around so we literally set up in January with not a single job booked in um and just started doing a bit of whatever we could get work doing initially um I've been doing EV for probably four or five years so I, I looked after that on, on that company so that's where sort of I, I got into the EV um and When I was there, I was given the task to sort of take on their their EV charging side, which was like one or two installs a month and sort of try and make it a self-sustainable division. And uh, I initially hated every part of EV charging, Um, didn't like it, didn't. Yeah, it was something new to me, like it is to a lot of people. I was like, why do I need to learn about this? There's a million things to know. There's all these grant paperwork. At, back then it was paper-based, all sort the of like the Ozev or Olev grants back then. It was all paper-based documents and it was just a headache. But um yeah, I started getting into it, started learning a lot more about all the different manufacturers um and all the different EVs. And yeah, just gradually got really interested into it. Um so when when we left there, they ended up doing between like 40 and 50 installs a month from like a domestic perspective from one to wow. two. 40
0: um, to 50 a month that's insane
1: yeah it's because
0: I've done like three throughout my <laughs> my whole 10 11 year career so yeah 40 it's, to 50 a month yeah
1: it's, it seems to be a like a, a sector that a lot of people try and stay away from I'm not not overly sure why that is I guess it's like so like solar scared of going into something new that's sort of unknown to them
0: that's 100% where it is um especially in in our industry where everything's so regulated and also you need to be so sure of what you're doing you know um regulatory wise install wise that the test equipment the the kit the suppliers I I think that's um a massive uh, deterrent for electricians but um, yeah obviously you don't want any more competition but yeah if any, any electricians who aren't doing it or, or, or are staying away from it I think we'll both agree they need to get involved with EV don't they it's,
1: Yeah that's why we so, so recently did a job with Corey because he, he had to move down to the area I live in and obviously you know he's already very well known on YouTube so we were keen to just get working with him straight away rather than do a competition but no 100% but yeah, um, yes, yeah, so we've been doing it quite a while now. we primarily we're doing domestic installs, um, but we've started doing a lot of more commercial stuff, um, apartment blocks like like the job we did uh with Corey. Um and that was an interesting one because if I did it again, I think I'd probably do it completely differently in terms of it's the way always
0: the way. Yeah, it's always the way. <laughs> Especially after you put it on YouTube.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it it was the first one we did of that sort of style um, with, you know, charges everywhere, cables going everywhere. And if we did it again, we would just do it so different. um, That's experience.
0: So it pays so much, you know, um, dividends just doing a job and then going, oh, okay, you know. Well, not only would you do it differently, you'd probably do it quicker. Yeah. um, And what, you know, more efficiently as well. No, Um, definitely. But that's not a bad thing. That's yeah it's a game isn't it <laughs>
1: yeah uh, it's all good fun we're sort of starting to get more and more of those projects that we're we're pricing up um we actually got one off the back of that video that we did with Corey, although it was on his channel um a guy reached out to us that was based in brighton we we do a bit of traveling and yeah which is which is nice to, to get something off the back of uh back of doing the video with, with cory and hopefully we'll start seeing more of that but um there's still so much to learn i'm we call ourselves specialists and we, we do know a lot, but there's always something to learn. Like in UV, there's always something new going on. And it's, I, I really like it when we get a job that we've not done one of that type before. So it takes a bit more planning. And like that one, um, yeah, it was really interesting to get involved with because it's not just one charger going on a wall with a, you know, like a, a six cable going to it. it. took a bit more planning. And then we did it com- the way we planned to do it. Didn't actually happen anyway. We did it differently. Again, it was just that. Um, yeah. We actually looked at that twelve months ago and only last month installed it. so yeah and is that
0: changed. is that because of the grant? so I know there's a commercial grant right at the minute anyway or it's running out
1: yeah. so that took a forever because of being in an apartment block and you have like committees within the apartment so it needs everyone in the committee's approval to go ahead, which took about ten months.
0: there's always yeah. one in there as well
1: yeah, there was quite there was more than one and then we also had more than one that wanted to chop in last minute and have one installed because in that video we primarily installed dummy dummy chargers ready for future use with only a couple working um, and then lastminute.com we had a couple more people want a working charger um, which was great for us but um, i like to be a bit more sort of planned if, if I can I don't like last minute uh, hiccups but yeah um, no it was good it was interesting and yeah, there are a lot of grants available for that, but they're due to end next March, as far as I'm aware, March 24. Because um, you've got the sort of that one's an interesting one because although it's it's domestic, so they qualified for like the residential car park grant um, for for landlords, and then the infrastructure grant as well. Um, I don't know what you know about the, the different grants.
0: Enough, nothing, and and I do I do want to go through them um i do want to go through that job actually to be fair um but just um to peel you back a little bit um you started your business basically during covid
1: yeah just after was it yeah twenty twenty. yeah just just as covid was sort of
0: but like like yeah I mean fair play to you and your business partner because that's a terrible time to start I've done it I've started my my own electrical business and my tool shop and it's a terrible time to start a business so (laughs) like, honestly well done to both of you um, because it's yeah it's a real hard time and to see how yeah I thought you was established a lot longer no 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 so you know that that's, I think, a good look, you know. Um yeah, exactly. And and how many guys have you got at South Coast EV?
1: Um, there's four of us now, including me and Pete. Um, yeah. so, like the first year, it was just us. Obviously, we wanted to focus on having consistent work and
0: not. But that's a that's a strong outfit for your size as well, you know. So if you you know if you're keeping yeah. those guys busy and stuff like that, that's really good. Yes, yeah, oh. it
1: can be challenging at times, but I. I that's the thing I like most about r- running the business. We'll, we might have a time where in like two weeks, we're like, we've got nothing booked in for the guys. And then, you know, a day later, we get all the stuff finally go ahead that we've quoted, you know, a few weeks ago. And there's a constant cycle of and, and challenge of making sure we're all busy all the time. I, I enjoy that. I think some people don't enjoy that part at all. But yeah, I really like the challenge of making sure we're all busy all the time.
0: I think... Um entrepreneurs naturally um when you describe it to anyone else who doesn't run a business it sounds horrible but when you talk about it to someone else you 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 can I enjoy it I enjoy the pressure the the constant working I was working before this if I'm gonna work after it you know and um but yeah I guess to the to the normal person it's like yeah that's crazy but um I I also think not in a not in an egotistical way but for me anyway pressure makes diamonds I work better under pressure Um, not everyone does but I yeah, if you said it's all going to fall down tomorrow, you need to make it work, I would make it work. Because if that weren't happening, I might, you know, go and sit on the sofa or something. So um, I, I I was better on site like that as well. Um, I was better running jobs, running projects. Um, ultimately, when I got to like project managing, running multiple projects, I didn't like that. <laughs> um, but it was too much laptop, not enough tools. But um, I think people like that, people who choose to run a business generally, they... Um, they gravitate towards they, that that thing so I completely relate to that um, but it still is super stressful though as well Um, it's mm-hmm. so not to make it discount any of that as well and I haven't got a find work you know I work for a guy who has to find work for for like 22 blokes every month and he does it but like I sit there and think you know that's why I never went out on my own because I only, I only like doing commercial industrial work but to do that it's you know it's big firms it's big contracts and stuff like i'd much rather work for the commercial company um and 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 that's not to say i don't i don't look down on domestic work you know i've done three or four years of it and enjoyed it and done um done most of my learning as well domestically to be honest um because you're you're doing a lot of it yourself um you've got to be so involved with the regs and everything like that As commercially you're just working to a drawing you know you're just another number um but yeah I, I, I couldn't do it you know finding work for two people so fair play to you in that respect <laughs> as well <laughs>
1: yeah it can be a challenge um like, like as we've grown we've started to get more and more work through recommendation whereas when we started We've, we fell into the trap a bit of working with some of these national companies that um, just don't have share the same standards and values as we do. Um, but we've moved away from that completely. And
0: sort national of, companies, is that like, because like some dealerships are like, you know, you get a charger fitted for like 400 quid if you buy a new, is that the sort yeah, of...
1: Yeah, uh, there, there are companies out there that have like these large contracts with mobility companies and and yeah car dealers and they've got these deals where they want it installed for not a lot of money uh, that's really i think set up for one-man bands that are just happy to smash them out sort of in a day
0: i think early wise as well when a lot of electricians weren't doing you know actual electricians weren't you know i'm talking like before the ev charging course even come out um because evs have been around for longer than people think as well you know um yeah, I think that's when they have really had their way as well with these all these rubbish installs because they weren't even on electricians' radars, you know. Um, it, it, yeah, so um, it, it's been going on for a while, I think. But those, those uh, the so you've obviously gone into those companies. Have you landed some work there? And it's just not clicking because you're like, I wanna.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we 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 well, did. It I for wanna put on an
0: RCD. Is that right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, me and and Pete did it for a while, working for a few of those companies while we were finding our feet because we did sort of set up overnight, nothing going on. So we we had to, we had to have money coming in. Of course, yeah. While we were doing that, we could sort of look to grow the business. So we did it for a bit. And, you know, a couple of them, they're they're nice people, the the people that work there, but the standards just aren't the same. Like the money they want to pay you to install something, you can't use good quality material. Like you can't be using Doncaster EV Ultra, You've, you've got to be using, you know, six mil SWA, a high tough with a cat five tied to it. And that's just horrible. We yeah, we didn't do that. That was our problem. We still do it the way we would do it if we were pricing it ourselves, which just didn't really benefit us because, it would, you know, we weren't really making anything from doing the jobs. Although we were satisfied with how we left it, it just wasn't really working.
0: It's a shame as well because they should put these contracts in electricians' hands ultimately, because we're the guys who are going to do it right. We're the guys that are going to will know what we're doing at the end of the day, we're going to do it safely, going to do a good job, you know. Um, and ultimately, how many of these installs have you fixed anyway? So the job's getting done twice. Um, and all it is is someone skimming all the money out of the actual contract and then just outsourcing it to, to people getting the bits down B&Q. Yeah,
1: it's, it's crazy. There's one EV charge point manufacturer I'm not sure if I'm allowed to name them or not, so I won't. They basically train guys that formally install meters to then go and install the charge point. And oh, it's not their fault. They're just doing what they've been trained to do, but they're not doing it right. It's um, Yeah, we've seen some, some funny old stuff. I don't know if you've ever seen those... Like the the clamps, something you didn't see on an overhead line because it's fine up there because you can't get anyone. Oh no, I know gonna, um, pierce the tail. Yeah,
0: e-fixed on a video on them and they, they they've got like little jaws. And they're li- and you can use them, they're designed to be actually used live, aren't they? If yeah. Think. Yeah.
1: Um a lot of people
0: Like tap-offs or, or tap-ins, aren't they? They're called yeah. I've seen a
1: lot of EV charging people use those and I just don't like the thought thought of it personally. No,
0: nah. nah, they're not um I mean, obviously, we all live in the real world, but they're against CAWR the for a start, and you know, just what is? <laughs> has it even got a BS number? You know, I'm not like, so what? sure they
1: do. Um, yeah, it's just a really horrible way of doing it. But yeah, we've so, yeah we've been doing this quite a while now, and we, we'd like to get more into the the commercial sector with it. Really, doing car parks and things like that, if we can. Um, the jobs are obviously higher value from from our perspective and the, the more interesting
0: do you go as far as london
1: yeah oh mate we've we've been up to manchester to do a job
0: i've just had someone reach out um so maybe we'll, we'll talk after this but i've just had someone reach out for a car park um 30 charges. they're literally being dictated by the grant which i know nothing about um, but that means it could be, in ne- you know, in the next couple of months, it could be up to next year, depending on, I guess, when they get paid out, I don't know. Um, but I might be doing, like, the mains there and stuff, um, but it's a one-man band who's got the work, and he's like, oh, I need some help with it. And I was like, to be honest, I can run, I can do stuff, but I'm no EV expert. But um, I could all, you know, it'd be good to have you involved on that, potentially. Um, yeah,
1: definitely. And just jumping into that grant quickly, just, just so you know, if you don't, So they don't actually apply for the grant. Uh, The the installer sort of deals with all that. And then as an installer, when we quote someone... So sorry, uh,
0: is this domestically, commercially? Is this for any... Both.
1: And all of the EV grants, if you're quoting someone, you take the value of that grant off of your quote. So the total of your quote, including the VAT, you deduct that grant, and then you as the installer claim that back from the government. So it means... Technically, on some jobs, you'll run at a loss while you're waiting for that money to come back, depending on the value of it.
0: And and the customers almost, obviously, you're going to inform them, but the customers, it's, it makes no odds to them because they're just getting it the, the quote already skimmed, aren't they, basically? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, they have got a lot quicker at paying out than than they were about a year ago. The, the one we did with Corey, it was about £15,000 we were owed in grants. And to be fair to them, to Ozev, now it's all online-based. We got that money within about 14 days. Oh, okay. Um, which isn't too bad. If we had done a project like that when we first started, we just couldn't have done it because we couldn't. When there was just two of us, well, our bills were a lot lower then. Um, but, yeah, we just couldn't have got involved with something like that. Because, because- of the,
0: the, the front and the cash flow. Yeah, the cash flow and that's insane. You know, 15K is insane for any, you know, for a, for a business running 10 years with that sort of money lying around, just still... <laughs> that's insane. I, I didn't realise that. And yeah, I, I mean, I suppose why they do it is because it, it takes all the worry and, and stuff away from the customer, which is ultimately what dictates the job, isn't it? So I, I get why they do it. But wow,
1: what we normally do, if we've got a good relationship with our wholesale. If we've got one like that, we, we have good payment terms. But if we needed an extension for whatever reason, because we we're waiting for something like that, they're really good at accommodating it. So we do quite a few of them and, and they know we always sort our invoices
0: out. And I suppose you've got like the grant, you've got the grant as like evidence to that, I suppose. It could you mess a grant up? Is that possible?
1: Yeah. So on, on ones like that one, I have to not anyone that would do it when you upload it to the portal, they want like a, a schematic of what you've installed. Um so a car park layout where every single cable comes from and goes to what's suppose it's
0: like a receipt though isn't it for the installation it's like a yeah and you can't just throw it to throw it to them on the back of a backpack yeah uh,
1: and they can re- if the, i i've not had the issue but i think if they reject it two or three times you've then lost your chance Uh see you later and is
0: it is it like cable calcs and, and that sort of level
1: no not not interestingly they so ozev they don't want to see anything like that. They just need like a a load of photos of the serial numbers of the chargers. um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. That they're actually in a dedicated bay.
0: Which to be is, is the important stuff actually, isn't it as well? Yeah, exactly.
1: And they, they, they can choose to randomly, they, they randomly choose installations to go and audit once, once a year. Um, we've, we've never had one chosen by them as of yet. Um, but they'll go out and inspect it and check the type of fixings you've used. Are you, are you in a fire escape route? Are the other fixings fire rated, all that sort of thing?
0: That will naturally grow, I suppose, as well, like the amount of inspections and 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 that them as an entity because we you know, as we slowly, because it's still emerging as then, you know. When you look at the number of petrol cars, diesel cars to EVs, it's still an emerging market at the end of the day. So. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think it's a, I think it's a good thing that they do yeah audits. Do oh, um, yes.
0: Know anyone who's had one?
1: Uh, yeah, artisan.
0: Yeah, Corey had one actually, didn't he? Yeah, I don't
1: know if you <laughs> saw that video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't pleased. Um, no,
0: but they got another electrician to do it, they didn't they?
1: Yes, I think yes, I think they did. And, so so Is that what they do now still? Yeah, I, I believe so.
0: Well, I, I don't know how I feel about that because I could, I've could, i had it done to me and I could go into, well, any house on my street, but like any building in my, and you could tear anything apart if you really wanted to, you know. Um, I've even been in commercial, in the commercial world, that happens a lot. I don't believe this EICR come in and then I've gone in and gone, no, oh, it's actually worse than you thought. They didn't spot this, this, isn't this. And this. <laughs> but I don't know if that's – yeah. I mean, it will work, I suppose, won't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's something about the thought of another electrician coming to look at you, coming to look at your work.
0: It's like the NIC, though, right? Imagine or or NAPIT or who, whatever governing body you signed up for. It's them who come and you know. Imagine if it was like, yeah, we've had you know your your competitor out, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he said you haven't done this, this, and this. So we're you know, yeah. I guess it will work though at the end of the day and that's what it's the fear of that anyone who cares can think of anything worse so um the fear of that i suppose is going to ensure a certain level of compliance um i think you care far more than that anyway you know um but yeah for the average you know the average person
1: yeah if we're not happy with something but silly little things like uh, i'll I'll put a d-line clip on the wall and I'm not quite happy with its positioning. It's passable, but I'll be sat there looking at it. And then like five minutes later, I'll have moved it, re-drilled it, fixed the brick so you don't know I've drilled there. Silly, silly little things like that. But, yeah, we've we've got to walk away and be happy with it. And it, it would be something like that. I'll just be sat there in the evening watching telly, thinking about a D-line clip I'm quite happy with. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I can tell it anyway, but I, I guess I'm an electrician, but I can tell even just by you being on social media, the content that you do, um, the way you talk about your work and your business, it, you know, to me, I can tell that you're someone that really cares and will do a good a good job, you know. Um, but that's not the case. I think we're we're I'm I'm the same. I'm not saying I'm the best electrician in the world. I just take a lot of pride in what I do, even when I do mess it up. <laughs> um but um i don't think there's i think we're a rare breed should i say um it's weird because all the ones that are on social media tend to be those types it's very easy to be like oh you know everyone's you know but um i think when you go out into the real world and most installations i touch aren't, you know there's not a lot of care in them and stuff so uh, but fair play for having that standard as well
1: no thank you yeah we try our best and we we post everything we do on social media and we've obviously moved into trying to do youtube and we want to be able to showcase everything we do and we don't hide stuff you know obviously as you'll know there's whatever you post on youtube no matter how good it is there's someone out there that's going to slag you off on it um i I,
0: I get moaned at for being too safe and in the same comment section i'll be moaned at for why you own all that ppe And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, should I wear the rubber gloves or should yeah. I not wear the rubber gloves? Because you know, <laughs> but you just got to yeah. do what at the time. You got to, you know, do the best you you think you can do at the time. And yeah, definitely, like you say, you always come out of it afterwards. Going, that's why I love it so much. The social media thing is, I've learned yeah. so much. You know, so many things I've learned from Instagram and from YouTube comments and stuff like that. Oh yeah, um, yeah. and then i hand them out i'd I share them with other people out like, wow you know and i'm like well yeah i've learned that from the online community you know um yeah it's it, it's very powerful in that respect Um uh, but yeah there's a lot of um yeah people some people just like to have something to moan about as well
1: Corey gets a lot on on his videos he gets a lot of people <laughs> but I like he, he responds to the majority of them which is which is great not in a way that makes him look bad it's you know an acceptable way to reply to the person
0: no no definitely he um he navigates it very well um I I don't always I tend to just not um not reply or I just get way too technical and at that point it's just boring like I'm reading my reply back like who cares about regulation 16 you know what I mean but um yeah, no, that's the dark side of it. I suppose I've got a lot better with it. I used to take a lot of it to heart, but um, yeah, I think um, you, you you do just learn to deal with it. I think, but it can also weigh you down sometimes. Um, some people are just proper horrible. Do you know what I mean? But I just you just got to sit there and think. You know what are they going through to be sat there writing that or doing that? Because that's not you know it's not normal behaviour. Um, yeah, and you sort of do feel bad from sometimes or. or you can understand that they must be going through something, you know. Um, but but yeah, it's it's the positive ones that really um, fire me up, though. Um, you know, even if it's just enjoyed the video or learned something or whatever, great job. Um, I don't know about you, but they really, really motivate me. Uh, no,
1: definitely. Our, our YouTube channel is tiny at the moment, and obviously we're looking to grow that. But yeah, I'm... Um, on the first few sort of videos we had done where professional is the wrong word, but we actually had someone film us, so it wasn't GoPro. Um, bearing in mind, we've only got, we've got less than 400 subscribers, but the videos are getting sort of like three, 4,000 views. Uh, and we we don't boost them or do YouTube ads. On we, I have done that before, but not on those videos. But for some reason, they just seem to get reach out to a lot of people and we had yeah a lot of nice comments um I, I i always it's great to hear from other electricians that we think we're doing a nice job but i love it even more when we've got a customer a potential customer that's gone on there they've seen it and then they've contacted us we've, we had a few it's, of those from it's it. it's
0: very powerful in that sense um i mean i, I i'm s- a small YouTuber compared to some of these people, you know. And I don't maintain my channel anywhere near as much as I should. But I get so many inquiries, I literally just pass because I don't I'm just a subby, you know. Um so I like a nice day rate and and I I will do a job on price every now and again. But apart from that I'm pretty chill you know um but I'll get these people come in like oh can you do this can you do that and I just I just pass them on but um it, it amazes me how much work you could get if you were you know um and and I don't I don't do anywhere near the numbers like you say some of these big channels and stuff like that. So it's very powerful. But in the same respect I remember when I had four hundred subscribers and um, I was looking up at these Goliaths, and other channels and stuff. But think about four hundred people outside your house right now. Well, you said that video got three thousand views. Imagine three thousand people standing outside your house right now, going, "Nice video, mate!" Like you'd be blown away, wouldn't you? So like, you have got to um, you have got to try and visualize it sometimes because um, yeah, I do. Um, I do. I do electrical content um, that I sensationalize, and you know, I mean, one of my videos got a million views um and i'm probably just uh, you know i'm a small youtuber compared to all of them but none of them have got a video of a million views but that video is just like uh you know uh for me it's a sensationalized. oh we're at work we're doing this stuff but i make testing tutorials which i find so Satisfying because it helps people out at the end of the day. I get messages from apprentices like I passed my college course because, you know, I passed my AM2 because of you. And that to me is worth its weight involved, but they get like f- three, 4,000 views. But those are the videos that mean the most to me. And those 4,000 out of those 4,000 people will get more comments than I do on a video with. So um, yeah, it's not always about the number. It is, if you want to be, if you want to be Mr. Beast, it is all about the numbers. But um, now you should be proud of of, of what you're doing and just keep doing it as well. That's the other thing I say is consistency um, because that's my, that's the reason why my channel's (laughs) Not growing and staying at the level it is is because you just got to be consistent. um, Yeah,
1: we've We've slacked to that recently. We've we've been really well doing a video every couple of weeks, and then we've had a... hard, yeah,
0: really hard. You know, um, with everything else you got going on as well. So um,
1: yeah, exactly. And like I I don't know about you, but yeah, we we started paying this guy to do the filming for us. Um, It's costing us money as well, and then we're like. It was a, to be fair. What we were paying him was a bargain. He was a university graduate that was just keen as you like.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, They're the best ones until until they obviously want to go to go to Hollywood. But yeah, no that they, they got the skills, got the kit, and they they don't want a lot of money. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we we did a few jobs with them, and then he, he's moved moved away now. So that that's the end of that. And then we had the opportunity earlier in the week to work with hugtack who um do the. Uh, I feel mean, for Artisan and many other but
0: they've got some like, serious kit to be fair <laughs> yeah
1: yeah they, they have indeed yeah, their cameras were insane um, yeah. Yeah, and I've seen nice some camera. snippets of what they've done and yeah I can't wait to see the, the video that they, they've done uh, for us and, and the manufacturer it should be good um, but yeah we just want to try and grow it and we need to be consistent and uh, find time to do it really it's it's primarily me that does that Pete's not really um social media savvy um he's older than I I, I am
0: and you've got to be you've got to be up for it
1: yeah he's he's gradually sort of got into the videos more when we've been doing them and having little cameo roles talking every now and again um which is good and he's yeah starting to enjoy it more I, I I hated it when I first started doing it I was like we need to do this but I don't really like the thought of being on camera and Uh, No, yeah, I wouldn't sound great on camera, but I love doing it.
0: You do, you do naturally just get better. It's like anything, you know. It's like anything. I go back to my first video, which I've deleted now, because it's even though they say keep it on there, like it wasn't that, you know, it was bad. I was reviewing like a whisker gland set or something um and it was terrible but i removed it now but um i'd come so far when i look back at that before i deleted it and that was like three years ago you know and, and you do just it's it, you're just constantly you're moving the needle a little bit every day you're gonna know, you know so um but i thought i thought you guys come across well and you know the first video i really saw was the one um with Corey, and yeah you know i thought you guys come across great and i, I subscribed to your channel wanted to see more so um no thank yeah, you you know
1: we, I, I recently sort of like you were just saying, reviewing old old stuff. I looked at one we did like eight to twelve months ago the other day, and I was like, "What on earth was I doing here?
0: But at the time, you were like, "This is it, this is it, man." I made it. I'm <laughs> gonna make it. I'm gonna get ten thousand views on our first video. No, it's funny though. It's it's humbling as well. It's good. It is. Um, it's good. Um. So you, um, South Coast TV. Obviously, that's not all you do. But um, EV specialists, then. So, how, how many? You say you're doing forty to fifty EV installs a month now? Uh, not now. That was on the company I the company we left. I I, I grew that
1: to doing that. Um, on average, now we, we have
0: spells where we might do thirty in a month. Could, so, could you do more than one a day? Or is that with multiple teams? I'm guessing you're doing two to three a day with with. Yeah,
1: if. If they like fall with one within like what we call a standard install, and a lot of like, manufacturers call a standard install where it's like 10 meters of cable, little fuse, you know, fuse box EV DB going in, that sort of thing, you can comfortably do two a day. But if you're there are some we go to where the customer opts for like a full fuse board upgrade instead of doing subboards. There's stuff.
0: there's other works associated with it.
1: And yeah, yeah. We, we get a bit of that. Um the the boys today that they are up in Guildford. They're doing a board change, uh, off peak board change as well, and an EV charger install, which was never going to get done in a, in a day, um, for sure. Um, but yeah, we could do. Sometimes we might do thirty in a month. Next month we might we might only do two or three because we've got a couple of big solar projects on that we're doing. But we might also whack we we quite on the ones we've done. We end up we seem to end up installing a charger while we're there because we'll have a chat with them and even if they haven't got an EV yet it makes sense to to consider it because it falls within the sort of zero vat on the the installation if they get that put in at the same point um as the solar install um but yeah we like to keep doing all sorts of work so we do everything electrically really um we don't want to yeah, sort of like to keep current and you don't in want to all...
0: pigeonhole yourself out of yeah no.
1: but yeah, if we wanted to, we could probably just do EV charging. Um, but yeah, we like having a bit of variety to to our work and um, yeah, doing a bit of everything.
0: That's, that's what I like the most about it. To be fair, is the. The variety in all of it, you know, where you're working, it's always somewhere different. Different people, different jobs. Um, yeah, no, I I can relate to that. Um, so you also, um, obviously EVs a massive part of your business. Um, you specialize in it. You say you want to do more commercial, um, stuff. You obviously have been doing that, but are you are you seeing that ramp up the more commercial? work because I've been in the commercial sector, you know, for the last six years uh of my well, I've done my apprenticeship and I've done like three years in in domestic and then I've yeah last like five six years I've been back in commercial industrial and like obviously it depends on projects companies you work for and stuff but I've literally done three EV charger installs. I've tested a lot of them to be fair um uh, but again a lot of them are like um like charging pillars in car parks that were fitted before the EV course was laid. They haven't even got Type A RCDs. All there, then all that and no um no pen fault protection, um that sort of yeah that that sort of, that sort of stuff um in the commercial world just sort of thrown in. It looks like the ground workers connected them up a lot of the time, you know? <laughs> like, um but. Yeah, I never saw a lot of it um, on projects. There was always be like provisions for it. A lot of the times a client would never opt for them. They'd always, you know, be like, oh, because we do like um, eight story office building. They'll they'll gut it and redo it. And we, you know, we're in there and you'd always see these provisions for like EV and stuff, but they wouldn't always go for it. Um, or we would just put the cabling in and then, you know, we've never been back. <laughs> um, but you know, I am not on the tools as much these days, especially not in that world. Um, but is it ramping up? Is it coming more and more common? I know it is with other renewables, but
1: yeah, um, yeah, we are starting to see a lot more of it. We we've never really been able to get involved in like a large commercial project because it seems to typically be a much larger organization doing that type of thing. Um, where where I've seen them going in in like uh, public car parks and stuff I, I think unfortunately we just don't have a hope in hell of getting involved in those and that's unless... I think they're like
0: government level like the contracts you know those civil level contracts which you, you can bid for and get into but yeah you know I've heard it's hard work and I've heard it's also there's sometimes not a lot in it unless you're geared up to do it
1: Yeah, you can't be making too many mistakes on your materials list on a job like that.
0: Yeah, and you and you've done a million other of them and you've already got all the kit, you've got parts left over from the million others you've done, and you know. uh, but people do penetrate those those government contracts. But um yeah, I think because a lot of those car parts, to be fair, they're so involved with like the local councils and stuff like that, aren't they? Oh yeah. Yeah, to be fair, it's um even just thinking about it now, I wouldn't even know how to attack it. Um,
1: yeah, I like the challenge when we sort of go and look at a larger job and we're just both stood of there thinking, there's nothing we can't do, but how are we going to actually achieve this? Um, we've, we've looked at a few and you, you go in there and the mains room's just like a million years old. It's just like, oh, well, they're never going to go for this being upgraded. How do we really need to do that? That's and then- always
0: the way in commercial. It's not, you know, when you need a board upgrade in, in that world, it's not, you know.
1: Uh, someone else comes in, you know, does a cowboy job, but they got the job because they said, oh, you know, you don't need this upgrade in. Really, you do. We like we see it all the time where there, someone's not bothered putting surge protection in for the vehicle charger circuit. Um,
0: yeah, just pushed it straight into the Ryefield board, you know. It's just off of a fuse. <laughs> yeah, I've
1: seen some funny stuff. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, there there was one I saw on Corey's channel locally to us that he'd gone to to sort where one of these national guys had been out and um, just basically installed like a little two-way plastic board with the incorrect RCD and in. I think there was a loose neutral. Um, it, was,
0: it was all melted, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Arkin yeah.
1: I oh, just don't know how they do it and go home and happy with themselves, but <laughs> yeah, fair play to them.
0: Yeah, do you think it's um? Do you think it should be protected a lot more than it is? I think it should be, but I yeah. I mean, the the role of electrician as a whole, but I think now we're getting all these technologies that are desirable in the home, and everyone already has been, you know, doing their lights and their sockets for the last thirty years. Um, I mean, there was literally like a a government incentivised DIY boom when you know when I was born and, and and the decade before I was born. Um and and yeah, it really is people don't treat it with respect, I don't think. But um yeah now like with stuff like ev and like battery storage and stuff like that um you can put your house into island mode when you disconnect it from the grid like how many people are having a go at that and it's like you oh know it's like,
1: scary the thought it, the
0: it's the thought. island mode that worries me you know <laughs> how can you make sure you're doing that properly because when you don't and your house is floating and you know uh, yeah it's mad but um yeah, so you don't just do um, EV and we could probably talk about EV for a lot longer. Before we segue onto, onto all the other stuff, what is your favourite EV charger and what's your most installed one, just out of interest?
1: I've changed my opinion on that many times as things develop and products sort of relaunch. It's and...
0: always developing as well, isn't it? It's, it's always something, yeah.
1: What I would say is the the my energy zappy is our our go to because it ties in nicely with both types of work that we're doing with the ev and the solo our whole
0: ecosystem is you got to pay for it but it's yeah it's amazing yeah um what was your other question sorry and what's so that's your favorite what do you find you're installing the most where obviously you, you might not have the choice probably
1: the easy the easy one or the easy charge so that one of the variants of the easy charger uh it's, it's a bit annoying really that there's not in there's nothing else in the market in the way of the way their chargers are designed for things like car parks for apartment blocks where you've got you can install multiple on one circuit and their load balancing and that sort of thing there's just nothing else out there um that i've seen anyway they're yeah they've just sort of put the market in that regard um yeah i, I, w- I wish someone else would get involved in, in doing it yeah because yeah they can just you know they've had time to study what those guys have been doing and yeah there's improvements that could be made and they've obviously had a bit of bit of hot bother anyway back in uh, sweden and and sweden primarily with their data sheet sort of being misleading with the type of rcd built into the unit
0: oh um, okay well yeah that could be a
1: red flag (laughs) yeah there's a lot that's been going on with it um and they've not really been clear on or not wanting to take any ownership as to what rcd because it's an electronic it's not a yeah it's not a physical
0: the problem is is it's it doesn't matter what it actually works as is it's not um if it hasn't got a bs number i had it with the rolex ones um so i had done a video on it and like everyone's you know when you ask like a rhetorical question just to provoke conversation you know and everyone's answering it literally and i'm like yeah obviously but like my my thing is is you know there was a there was an upfront um type a rcd and then there was this electronic rcd after it which done more it done you know it done the dc sorry that was the type a um but it was a it was an electronic one um and when i tested through the charging socket which is how you're supposed to test the tester and everything and obviously i took the thing apart as well as most people won't even take that thing apart on any icr or whatever um you're testing the electronic rcd you're not testing the the one that has the bs number which is actually the one that is you know that the standard regards and everything like that. Um, so then you take the cover off and then test that one, but then it's not at the source. So it's not doing the whole circuit. It's only doing the, and now basically were just like, and everyone had an answer, but it was a great conversation to be fair. A few smart answers, but like it did just, you know, make the whole thing like seem, yes, yeah, a to be honest, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? It was like, what do you do? But they've, it sounds like they've got the same issue. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. In so I think other. they have been I think they were or maybe which still is are.
0: weird because people like um Rolex and the other people you know that was when I rang them they were like oh yeah this was like our first pillar that we brought out before those regs were even out so I'm like oh fair play like you know and they're like oh yeah our current one has this this and this and it come out you know when the new standards come out and I'm like oh okay I'll let you off but it's still not compliant. Um, and, um, but yeah, obviously, if they're supposed to be knocking that out to current standards.
1: yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, it's naughty really. and ro- yeah, Rolex. it's whether they know or
0: not, I suppose is where that you know,
1: yeah, I find a lot of them they're not they're not very helpful if you've got a technical question for them, and they put the onus on you to make the decision. if you've got a question about their product where you're not quite sure what they're trying to say with their data sheet, they don't really want to get involved in answering it. Because they just, they just put the problem onto the electrician to make that decision.
0: No, that's, um, that's not on either. Don't get me wrong, it's down to you to design and everything, but you need the information to do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so favourite charger, most installed charger. Um, and then uh just uh just for my own interest what's the what's the most common ev vehicle is is it a tesla
1: yeah i think it's got to be the tesla
0: so so apart from the tesla then because everyone always says tesla yeah down is... this way
1: um there's a lot a lot of the uh, i think it's the MG ZS, because it's probably the most reasonably priced ev my
0: my dad's just got one in orange in orange <laughs> but he's you know it's, it's, it's probably it's like retirement car you know it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's right last hurrah for him yeah he's got, he's
1: quite got <laughs> <laughs> but i think they're quite fairly priced and the, the range is half half decent as well for, for, for the money and stuff and yeah they're, they're quite they're quite common because they're fairly priced the tesla's come down a lot in price i think now for, like the the common models at model y um but yeah we're we're trying to order an electric van at the moment to replace our diesel one because we kind of feel that we should probably have one um, considering we do a lot of it. We were just waiting for the range to be right on the vehicle. Because
0: Yeah, I looked into it last year because I got a uh, least a new van last year and I really wanted to go EV and they just weren't the i think there's a new ford coming out and there's a new voxel and and voxel share the platform with citroen and peugeot forgot what that platform is but um, like the partner the e-partner and all that and that had like a 220 range but that was in that was in marketing brochures they hadn't even made one of these yet so i don't know what it actually is now
1: yeah we we've been looking at the electric vivaro and yeah, the one that's currently out, they claim it has a 200 mile range, but obviously there's nothing in the back end of it when, it, when you're driving that around. And we're in the same van with our gear all in it, it's never going to get 200 miles.
0: No, you're going to have a payload in there. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've just gone and bought a Milwaukee pack
0: out set. So you know, <laughs> well, that's, lost you, that's lost you at least 20 miles. <laughs> you have to connect all your Milwaukee batteries up to it to get to get the range back <laughs> wow well, um yeah well if you do get one it'd be interesting so I'm sure you do some content on it anyway but yeah
1: definitely it definitely yeah. won't be a transporter I can tell you that it's oh that thing was terrible but <laughs> I,
0: I looked into that when um and and I knew within five minutes that when, you know it's a conversion as well isn't it yeah, so it's never gonna you know it's like i may as well convert my fan i got now <laughs> see how i get out of that um yeah no it weren't for me um as much as i the transporter is uh you know it's a gorgeous fan isn't it but um yeah that tailgate i love a tailgate um on a van you can work up to it
1: obviously. yeah for sure a lot of people we say leave from Artisan's van like the sexiest tradesman's van on Instagram
0: yeah that's a nice van yeah he, <laughs> done well there. he done well there yes has that got a tailgate as well yeah I think it has yeah yeah and it's like an S line isn't it it's like, yes, uh, yeah it's a lovely looking
1: thing oh, great right.
0: then. yeah it's not electric though <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks for listening If you are enjoying this show please leave a review, hit subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes.